Well, hello, World Wide Web. Happy Friday. It's around 2 o'clock Eastern Time here in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. Ooh. Hi-yo. Right here on New Radio Media, I am one of your hosts, R.D. Van Houten. To my right is my esteemed colleague, Ian Benzman. Yo. What's going on, Ian? How are you? You know, good. Excited? Fuck yeah. Why are we so excited? Uh, Because Star Wars comes out in less than seven fucking days. Yep. And to my right... I've got Mr. Andy Bishop. No, you have Ian to your right. I mean, yeah. to my left. I'm you have right. Andy right. to your left. Although technically, we're at a circle. Yeah. So he, you could be technically. Okay. To his yeah. Right. I will give that to you. Thank but you. But I am closer Thank to you. his left side. Yes, he's, yes, you are. Yes. Right. But my yes, right and left are Star Wars. Yes. We are. We are. We are days away so in the single digits. I know. of a new Star Wars movie. I remember when the countdown started with three sixty-five. <sighs> And I, I, you know, it just really takes me back uh, to me being a, a kid, and just you know when I heard that the Phantom Menace was coming out, right. and as as big of a pile of garbage, as big of a pile of garbage as that came out to be, it was a new Star Wars movie, and the fact that we're getting new Star Wars right. movies, which won't probably probably won't be a pile of garbage. Look, look, Ryan Johnson has so. a new trilogy awesome. that he's getting. Yeah. Uh, clearly, Disney has some well, faith in what he's done. Look at his track done. record. Look at his track record. Yeah. The films he's made before Star Wars, before this new Star Wars, are great. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I'm drawing a blank on every title of them, but they're all good. The one with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is fantastic. Is that Brick? No, well, that too actually. Brick is great. Actually, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in all of his movies. Was that Looper? Looper. That was a yep. great. And then also movie. Brothers Bloom mm-hmm. uh, is one of my favorite comedies. I love that movie to death. And actually, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a cameo in that. I feel like I've seen that movie. I, I love when you see directors have like their favorite person that they absolutely yeah. love. Oh yeah, he's it's like um, um, freaking James Gunn and Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, like theoretically, the first thing he won't have him in is Guardians, three. Theoretically, hmm. for some reason. Um, yeah, you That's know, it's like um, Michael Fassbender and um, Steve McQueen. You know, some um, it was like you know, Scorsese with. Uh, De Niro and now yeah. DiCaprio and I was gonna just kidding. DiCaprio's the new yeah he's the new one the mm-hmm. he's the new one the new uh, Scorsese no I mean dude. I get it I get it if you if you you know if you work with people when you're coming up and you come up with them and yeah you know they help you know if their acting is spectacular in your film and your film's better because they're acting and they're in your film it's one of those things where it's like you grow you move up with them kind of you know yeah and as you and I can attest be, both being you know aspiring filmmakers, mm-hmm. uh, you oftentimes will meet an actor or you meet crew members or just people that you're comfortable with that you know you're going to get a good product at the Absolutely. end of the day. You guys just mesh really oh, well. I, I, you know, um, suppose you guys don't know, but one of our friends, his name is Mason Heidegger, and he is a spectacularly, phenomenally talented actor. If you want to catch him, he's in this little movie called Batman v Superman. He's the one good part. He's the, he's the cop that he finds all those... Uh, Asian women locked up downstairs, and he actually shoots that Batman. Yeah, I remember uh, when that he so months and months and months and months and months. He's like, he's like, I'm in the movie, and I'm like, that's awesome. And a lot of people are actually he's like, no, I have lines. And I was like, dude, that's so and then cool. I, I went and saw the movie, and I, literally the first thing I did when I walked out of the movie was I messaged him on Facebook. I said that movie was fucking horrible. Yeah, but you were fucking awesome, and you didn't have lines. You had a yeah he's, damn he's scene in the fucking first. He scene had a scene. He had, he's in the first scene with Batman of this new cinematic and, universe, and, and he's in short that you've made 
Oh yeah, no, I cast he's, him in the short that I just a... shot earlier this year. He's I was in short two shorts ago. I I will I literally mm-hmm. am at the point now where I write my characters for Mason. I love working with him. He's I think I described it once as um, eating ice cream. It's just he's it's just he's great. The, he's you the, want more of it. He's the DiCaprio to your Scorsese, and I he's gonna so. give you diabetes. <laughs> Diabet- no, I honestly I would love it if if I could make it as a director, and and Mason is the actor and everything. I I love working with Mason. He's a great guy and just phenomenally talented. Yeah, and and I think that getting back to talking about you know filmmakers using using people, it's like you know it's like your friends. You know, it's like. You you work on a film set minimum you know usually twelve hours a day. Mm-hmm. You want to be around people yes. like minded. You want to be around people that that get it. Yeah. The three of us come and sit in this room every Friday, yep. you know. And part of it is yeah we want to put together a good show, but the other part of it is we really like each other. Yeah. And we're, we're you know as you know and 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 don't be fooled, internet. Don't don't follow those trolls. Right. There there has been no feud. Don't believe ever, the message boards. No. Ever. Exactly. The, the 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 three musketeers the will, will never die. Function. Yes, we will never die. Yes, we and we will not be last Jedi's either. Um, but yeah, Star Wars. I'm so excited, and and from all accounts, it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read any reviews yet. Obviously, the embargo hasn't lifted, but I mean, they freaking gave Ryan Johnson a whole trilogy of his own Star Wars films to go. Clearly, he so, did something right. Exactly. I've been doing a lot of my own researching, and I, I feel like I could spoil things almost because you guys because like, you guys like stay one, away from trailers and not. posters. One bit of news that I know Andy knows already because we talked about it. Does it and have that, to do that, with Japanese writing? No, but okay. it has to do with the fact that this is the longest fucking Star Wars ever, which I'm yes. super pumped about, and not one second of this <clears> two hundred <throat> two hour and thirty minute movie features Lando Calrissian. So but they it's got say. A Benici- so they say. But I think the Benicio del Toro character is going to fill that role. I think he'll uh, be. No one he'll fills he'll, that role. Lando the, is the smoothest man. He'll be. In the he'll be the, the Lando. And we don't know his name yet, just DJ. No, okay, I was gonna say they said that so. Far. But yeah, like in the pop vinyl toy, like the it's blocked out still. Well, like they've got like the whatever the pixelation. No, the it's like the rendering. No, the type of lettering that's like Star Wars, like lettering or whatever. So the Star Wars font. Yeah, the Star Wars font. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, apparently that reads out to be "Don't join." So, I don't know. I've learned that on the interweb recently, as of last night. I would put money that that's not a real thing. I don't know, man. Who who names a character that? Well, that's not <laughs> not like his name because they haven't actually no, released I, yeah, no, his name. No, they haven't put out his actual name. So, yet. like, he's probably some sort of like he's probably like his a name is Logan, two faced to character. A, if I had to put a if if, if, the, if I had to put a guess on it, why they haven't really revealed his name is because he's related to someone from one of the movies. That's my guess. Not Probably. based on anything I've seen or Probably. anything. I would that say the reason sense. they're hiding something is because because they did all that mystery box shit with the first one with J.J. Abrams, Abrams and whatnot. Like, oh, who's Finn? No, he's just a stormtrooper. Because honestly, I mean, I think it'd be way too on the head if he was Lando's kid. Be way too on the head. As, as you know. I never it, even really thought of that. Neither have I. Think about it. The, the, the one black guy in the original trilogy mm-hmm. is Lando Kyrizian. One black guy in the new movie is Finn. So mm. if they had him be his kid, that would be just like, come on now, guys. Like the Star Wars, them. Who knows? Maybe this galaxy far, far away is, is a lot smaller yeah, than you think. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm so excited, and I think Donald Glover would do a great job as young Lando. Yeah, um, yeah. Hasn't he dressed as Lando before on Community? I I don't know. I'm I'm still not super jazzed about the Han Solo movie. Oh, I'm not too. I'm not too. 
optimistic. I mean, about I'm it, sure he'll right? do a fine job, like you said. I'm just not. Fair enough. Super excited about it because I'm I optimistic mean, about it. I, I think that they Solo's won't let it be not his original name. Come on. I hope that's not true. I really do, if too. If that ends up being true, I will be pretty pissed. Uh, He's fucking Han Solo. <clears throat> That'd be like, oh, Skywalker's not actually their last name. It's really Smith. Like Luke fuck? Smith. Right? Like, wow. And, and, like, what's the point of doing that unless he, unless Han, too, is related to someone else? Like, why yeah. switch that up? There's no point. Yeah. There's no that's point. It's, very it's, true. Um, speaking of switch-ups. Oh. That's what you call a segue. <laughs> Again, you don't point out segues. I know I'm so getting like better. He, at this. I think okay. he's just no, so you're excited getting worse. That he did I know one. I am getting worse. <laughs> I'm just excited I pulled it off smoothly. I had but, to point it out. But then you fail. I know. It's okay though. I it's know. okay. It's a daily A for thing. effort. Sweet. Yes. But I get a D for actually execution of it. Yes. Correct. It's all right. What were we segueing to? Uh, switch. <laughs> so I had the uh, opportunity to uh, check out a ton of new games for the Nintendo Switch, and I, I'm very excited to for this this ver- this review session of Andy's Nintendo Do or Don't uh, because there was there were there were so many releases that came out. So rather than talk about it, let's roll that footage. Floor Kids is a beautiful game from Merge Media. Each character is artfully designed and has their own breakdancing style. Rack up points with some fresh moves and impress the crowd, or battle against your friends. Also, this game wouldn't be complete without sick music. Included are two dozen tracks by DJ Kid Koala. This game is a sure-fired way to entertain, and because of that, I'm giving it a Nintendo. Red Game Without a Great Name is another example of how Nintendo is capitalizing on its indie developers. In this beautiful game, you control a mechanical bird that is a messenger in a dangerous steampunk world. The bird moves at its own pace, and you control where it teleports by clicking and dragging. Timing is definitely of the essence in this difficult game, because everything is trying to kill you. If you are easily frustrated by dying over and over again in a game, this one might not be for you. But if you live for a good challenge, fly this game right into your library. With 60 difficult levels, 180 gears to collect, and this wonderfully red art style, I'm giving it a Nintendo. Dear Mum and Dad, there was an incident at school which is why I'm going on an adventure. Frozen Bite brings us a new adventure RPG in the form of Nine Parchments. In this co-op game, you play as a group of young runaway wizards that decide, screw school, let's go on a quest. This colorful and breathtaking world is filled with creatures and challenges that would test the skills of even Albus Dumbledore. Fight alongside your friends and unlock new spells, abilities, items, and characters. This game blends styles akin to Diablo and Gauntlet Legends, 
And since I loved Not those games, I'm giving it a Nintendo. I'll make you both proud by collecting all my nine parchments. Can you take me to Elysium? I'm in. Let's go to Elysium. I'll take you there myself. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is the next installment in this successful franchise. You play as a scavenger named Rex, who meets up with Pyra, a living weapon known as a blade. Battle alongside her against beasts and foes. Unlock new abilities and blades as you travel to Elysium. Along the way, you will discover new titans and the diverse terrain that they offer. Search for treasure in vast open areas, labyrinths of corridors, and secret paths. This game has a rich story, a wide range of characters to meet, and gameplay that will entertain you for hours. What's my verdict? Go all in and immerse yourself in the world of Allrest. Because I'm giving this a Nintendo. If you know what you desire, you will have to show it. Not with words, but with your own strength. Everyone, let's go! Alright, I, I thought those were a lot of really fun games. Uh, and there were some honorable mentions that I couldn't quite get to. Uh, but I did get to try out. Uh, Embers of Miram, just an absolutely stunning, beautiful game. Um, nice. Human Fall Flat was this ridiculous, fun game where you're playing as this like guy, like just a blob guy that's just really weird, and he walks around like really funny. It's a physics type game. Okay. Um, uh, there was also Riptide GP Renegade, which is like a kind of like a like a jet ski racer game on acid. Oh, and it looked that, like a lot fun. of fun. And then, of course, uh, Tesla Grad, um, which is, uh, you know, set in a steampunky uh, world where you're playing like as little Tesla boy. So lots of lots of good games that Nintendo's, uh, you know, putting out there. They're doing a lot with their indie department. And, awesome. and it's really hard for me to find a Nintendo. Like, you know, the closest one that I did today was definitely Red Game without a great name because... The only reason why I'd give it a Nintendo for some people is because if they're easily frustrated by dying a lot in games because mm -hmm. it's a very difficult game. So So would you say Nintendo not buy a Switch? I would say Nintendo like <laughs> buy a Switch. Of course I'd say that. Right. Because I want Nintendo to give me free shit. He did he, he was pulling that mathematics there, that two negatives yes, equals thank positive. You. Oh thank see you. yeah. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even, even want to muddy up. the waters, uh, right. you know, with confusion. Just want to be but, clear. But you know, we just I want Nintendo to give us free shit. N Nintendo, keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a good job. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Well, Freaking, I I'm uh, excited about it. I'm very excited about it. I um, I I I've been on the fence of buying a Switch for since Andy brought his in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we've been discussing what our treat. Treat yourself. Item will be besides for Treat yourself. Two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Besides the guitar and <laughs> right, <laughs> like yeah. you know. Do I want a TV? You know, do I want a technology Xbox? wise. Do I want a PlayStation. Do I want a Switch? Do I want? If I get all those four K systems, how am I going to watch them on a not four K? I mean, I can watch them on a not four K TV, but it's kind of pointless. Man, so totally off topic, but it has to do with technology. And I heard about this piece of technology. You don't want to hear about your dildo again. 
Damn it, it's kind of along those lines, <laughs> actually. I was going to say this is like an NSFW-like kind of piece of technology, but just to, just a real quick overview of it. Mark like, this date, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, where okay, the show so like, went off the rails. But no, like, okay, so Fitbit, you know what a Fitbit? I know what a Fitbit is. They make, like, not, fit, not the actual brand Fitbit, mm-hmm. but they make a Fitbit for your wiener. <laughs> for real. <laughs> that like keeps track of like the the miles per hour of your thrust. That's like hilarious. All, like all, what was I was gonna say like yeah. if you have an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, it keeps track of your movement. It's got ninety thousand pre-orders already. I'm not shocked. Yeah. People buy shit like that. Technology, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway, breeze right over that. That's uh, just I just thought that was something that people needed to know about. Yeah. Yeah. They they wanted to tune into Geektainment Weekly to hear about their wiener watches. Everyone yeah. Pre-order your uh, wiener. Everyone watch. loves dicks. Right. Just speaking of, Ryan Reynolds is going to voice Pikachu. <laughs> wow. Now that's a segue. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds voicing Detective Pikachu in a live action film. Do you yeah. think he's actually going to talk or he's just going to go Pikachu? No, he's, he's probably going to, you know what I'm thinking? He's probably going to say Pikachu and then in his head it's going to be like this old noir style detective film That'd where he's cool. like, I can dig that. she walked into my office, that ah. dame. I wanted to I wanted to show her my thunderbolt, but I couldn't because it would kill her. I always thought Pikachu was a female. No, he's, uh, he's a boy. I, I believe Ash or, or, references him as Ash a boy. Is voiced by a woman. Okay. Veronica Taylor. Well, yes, but he's saying the sex no, I, no, of I, I know, the Pokemon. Okay. Which Pokemon have both sex? Yes, okay, they do. that would so, make sense. So in order to make, but I think that from remembering back when I was a child, I think Pikachu was a boy. Okay. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. That's so. all right. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah actually, yeah, Ryan Reynolds just recently tweeted out about the um, about the Marvel uh, Fox possible. Yeah. He's, so he's fairly convinced it's going to happen. Not that that really means anything. Yeah. Right. Um, Disney buying Fox seems but, to but, be going oh, down. Oh, it seems to absolutely be happening. Yes. I, I yeah. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's looking like it will happen. And and it's funny that actually we, Ryan Reynolds is the reason we got into this because the one question that I've been getting asked by all of my friends, like, I fucking know the answer. Right. <laughs> Keep asking. I love talking about it. But, um, is uh, what's going to happen to Deadpool. Yeah. What's, what does what's it mean? Oh, Deadpool's just going to, he, he'll, he's going to jump right in and he's going to be, uh, well, I think they'll absolutely throw him into the other Marvel stuff, but in terms of the solo films, Disney's not really in the, yeah, the rated R market. So I'm not I, in I would the have Deadpool to, market. Yeah. I yeah. would have to imagine that it, they'll keep it under the Fox banner. Right. And not throw Disney in front of it. Kind of like they do with Lucasfilm. Right. That being said, if they buy Fox and we don't get the 20th Century fanfare in front of Star Wars, I will be super bummed because as much as I loved Force Awakens and I really enjoyed Rogue One, it's starting those movies off without the you know the fanfare. What would you be more bummed about if the 20th Century Fox didn't roll before Star Wars or if Deadpool got dropped from the... That's tough. That's... Wow. Mm. Talk about Sophie's choice. Right. Like, fuck me. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I got the Deadpool movie I wanted. Give me the 20th century fanfare. And we got a second one down the line, Which too, looks with Cable. Which spectacular. And it looks I'm fucking awesome. I'm curious about that, too, in terms of how they're going to, like, is Cable 
going to be from the future? Is he going to be more like a like a clone made from the genetics of yeah. Cyclops and Jean Grey? I hope they. That's I, interesting. I, I, yeah. I think it'd be really. I personally think because you know at the end of the other movie they tease. He walks out and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll have Cable in the next one." Yeah. Kira Knightley. You know, I think it'd be hilarious if the movie starts in a post-apocalyptic future and you see Deadpool like running around shooting people. He jumps behind something and he's hiding. He turns to his right. He's like Cable, and we pull back and we see that it's. Kira Knightley as Cable, <laughs> and then he breaks the fourth wall, and we go back to the start of the story. But I really hope it's a future thing. I, I, I re- that is the core of Cable. That's right. literally his entire yeah. character. And if you take that away from him, he's just a guy with kind of okay powers. True. Um, he's had his some, origins are is everything. It's literally it's like his genetic you know, makeup and, is everything. Yeah, and every time <laughs> he pops up, it has to do with who he is and right. why he is. Like the the. Um, and the, when they started doing the whole, uh, after, after House of M, mm-hmm. and they and they said no more mutants, and they like depowered most of the mutants or whatever. The first time when they started popping up more mutants, Cable was hugely important to that with Hope Summers and all that stuff. Um, I really hope they don't shy away from the, the time travel, which I don't think they will after Days of Future Past. No, I like I liked stuff with time travel and and, and new like Marvel characters, which Marvel Rising got announced. Yeah, yeah, which that's is a new thing that's coming out. The new animated series of shorts of the newer characters. Yeah, yeah. Is, so is that what, how that's going what down? I, what I read is that it's going to be a bunch of short animated like sketch type things that are going to feature. Um, I want to say I know for a fact Ghost uh, Spider Gwen's new name's Ghost Spider, but Ghost Spider. Um, and then it's also going to have like Miss Marvel, and it's going to have a lot of the younger, newer characters um, in it. Um, let's see. A court, I mean, you're going to have um, let's see. The Secret Warriors mm-hmm. are going to be in it. I know Captain Marvel's in it because they're trying to push her for the movies right. and whatnot. But you have um, Squirrel Girl, Miss America, um, and I, I don't really know who else. Mm. Um, and they haven't announced where. Oh, Quake. I guess Quake is going to be in it. And actually, that Quake is going to be voiced by um, what's her name. Um, who plays her on Shield? Um, what's her name? Man, haven't gotten that far yet. It's um, I can no, tell. No, da- Daisy. Daisy, on Shield. I'm in season two. Oh yeah, they call her Skies then. Oh, thanks. Th- Spo- again, spoiler, you've heard Andy. it here, everyone. Ian ruins another thing for Andy. This is going to be a new segment. Chloe Bennett. Well, hey, man, you got to just stay caught up. Look, it's kind of hard. It's a crappy when, show, anyway. when, when, it you, is a when, crappy show. When you're a media mogul like myself. That's true, you are. It's <laughs> living really the big life. living high and large on life and just just sipping on champagne and, and and you know eating all the shrimp. Good champagne. Oh, actually, I guess it's, sorry, sorry to cut you off here. I guess oh. it's Marvel Rising Secret Warriors is the oh. full title. So that makes sense. The Secret Warriors are involved. Okay. All right. Back to your high life story. Nope. Never mind. It's over. Tell Moment us about over. The time you met Robin Leach when I wish. House. I wish I could have. I well, wish I, I could because, but it doesn't exist. But hey. Earlier, speaking of time travel, there's a new trailer out. Yeah, little short guy, but for the the Christmas special of Doctor Who. Yeah, that I'm, I'm so excited about. You know, that. I I think that we should just go ahead and roll that clip. Roll that juicy beat. Who is that? I'm the Doctor. You may be a Doctor, but I am the Doctor. I am your future self. Sunglasses. The Sonic. Indoors. Come back alive. Be here when I do. 
I will stop you. I will stop all of you. The regeneration is coming. Doctor yeah, Who. I'm beyond excited. It's it's gonna be fantastic, and the fact that we're getting the very first Doctor, you know, which a, yeah. which David Bradley did a fantastic job in the B- BBC original movie. I love him. Um, that was. Great. I can't remember the uh, name of it. It's, oh, it's, ring, oh my god. Um, but it, but it, about the about, about the actual time and space for the first Doctor like the filming and creating of Doctor Who, and how like he didn't really care about the character, and then how much he grew to love it once he saw how important it was to other people, Kids and and, and now that is, we're seeing Peter Capaldi's departure, I, and I'm we're so bringing I'm in bummed. the new Doctor. I'm excited about the new Doctor. I'm really bummed Capaldi's leaving. I know I'm in the minority on really, really, really loving his Doctor. Look, I don't have a problem with Capaldi. I have a problem with Stephen Moffat, as we've discussed many times yes. before. Yes, and I'm glad with that new actress, we're getting a new showrunner for Doctor Who. Yep, uh, Chris Churn. Is it? How do you pronounce his last name? It's um, Chris. Um, Chin, Chibnall, Chib, I don't know. He did um, Broadchurch with David, yes. Tennant, with David Tennant and mm-hmm. also the new Doctor, mm-hmm. um, Jodie Whittaker. And yes. I, I'm super excited to see her Doctor. And I think it's going to be a fantastic, like you know, the fact that we're getting we're getting a showrunner who has already worked with a previous Doctor, David Tennant, in Broadchurch, and he's already worked with her before in that series, Broadchurch. Yeah. So. Jodie Whittaker, I think, is gonna is gonna be a great doctor. I'm excited to see like what kind of doctor are we getting? Absolutely, are, that's always that's one of the best parts. Exactly, like doctor. figuring it out. Like you know, yeah. we went from this kind of you know slightly goofy version of Matt Smith. Slightly you know, goofy. Uh, you know, I'm but you know Matt Smith took things you know at moments his doctor took oh, things serious. They were great when he did. Right, but you know, to going to Peter Capaldi, this just this angry doctor who's just like he's lightened up. He he did lighten up. He did. But, you know, he, it was like a, a real true development of that character. And yeah. now it's like, what are we getting? Are we going to get this, like, inquisitive doctor, this happy-go-lucky doctor? All new, I think is, this is the first time that we've had a doctor switch where they've gotten a new companion. Right? I, think, I think so. Because Rose stuck around for, for the second doctor. And then Rose left. And then Bring Rose back! I, I, Bring Rose well, back. Well, I'm pretty sure they, they, the reason they did what they did with the 50th anniversary uh, special is because that was the last time we're going to see her. That is so dumb. Um, I, I personally would love to see Eccleston back. I loved his doctor. Um, he was a great doctor. I, That's I, my I wife's favorite doctor, but it's... it's I think he's, he's great. But he is, he's done with it. Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing with like a director and some behind-the-scenes crap that he's not coming back for. Because um, originally, the whole reason that John Hurt got to be the war doctor, the reason the war doctor exists is because they couldn't get Eccleston back. So... I wish I had to chime, could chime in, but I'm, I'm going to start. We'll add it to your Good. List. Yeah, it's on my start, list. Start with Blink and then go to the beginning. Start, re- the episode Blink. Yeah. Okay. Every person. No, 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 no. Andy's telling me to no, start. No, no. Ep- start season? episode one yeah. of the re- of the two thousand four reboot. Watch it all the way through. Don't jump okay. around. Well, don't. I just say that one episode. Here's the thing. Here. No, no. Don't. Don't. Don't even do that. Work up to it because Blink is such a different type of episode that you're yeah, used to seeing in Doctor Light. Yeah. But but I, I'm fine with that. But it, it's a, it it's a nice little like. Wow, this is you really appreciate it more. Fair. Well, my okay. reasoning, my reasoning behind it is because I've tried to get a lot of people who would definitely never watch something like Doctor Who into Doctor Who, oh. and I feel like Blink is 
probably, in my personal opinion, the best episode of the new run of the show. See, now I I'm someone it. who would definitely totally mm, groove, I think, on Doctor it's, Who. Blink is good. I wouldn't say it's the best. No, it's an opinion thing. But It I, is an I, opinion you know, thing. You know, I'm, that's I'm, why I said I think. Yeah. You know. I mean, Doomsday is one of the most emotional episodes of television that I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not going to say any more because I don't want to ruin it for RD. Oh. Because I know how to not spoil have, things. I'm going to have to watch it. Okay. <laughs> if it's been longer than a month, I'm going to talk about it. If it's been longer than a couple of years, yeah, I'm going to fucking rant about it. <laughs> well, you, yeah, just, just well, rant, we know rant about it. somebody's in the room. Just rant about it a little bit after. I was unawarest. In 25 minutes. That's true. I will give you that one. You were unawarest. Yes. Unawarest. That's our new word for the day, guys. Put it on the calendar. Well, without spoiling anything, the uh, most recent episode of South Park finally, in my opinion, nailed it out of the park with uh, their episodes for this 21st season. I haven't watched any of it this year. And I know neither of you guys have... shocking for me. And it was really slow, and let's just say PC Principal has a love interest, and it's the vice principal, and her name is Strong Woman. Okay. So... Just to give you an idea. Dope. Those guys are dope. Great. Matt, Trey and Matt, it, are, they're just geniuses. And then they bring in an HR department person, and okay. she's like, oh, I'm just, yeah, I'll watch it's it. Just, just, I'll have to watch it. Just watch that episode. It'll be fine. And, I'm still and they make season fun of, four. They make fun of It and Stranger Things. It's okay. it's great. It's great. It was a great episode. Maybe we should we should have a weekly update on where Andy's at. Right. <laughs> Week, weekly update on Andy's South Park watching. Right. Where are you at currently? What was the last thing you watched? I don't remember. Uh, and you're not watching it right. I thought you were on season five at least. By now. S- no, I'm still in season four. Oh, man. I'm still somewhere in season four. Well, speaking of more animated stuff, Rick and Morty, there seems to be some pretty uh, interesting fan theories out there. Oh, jeez, oh, Rick. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, Morty. We uh, So, for those of you who are not caught up, sorry, spoiler warning, at the uh, end of season three, Mr. Poopy Butthole makes an appearance and says, Ooh-wee. You might see me with a big old Santa Claus beard. You might, might see me with a big old Santa Claus beard. I'm be an old man. Well, so the thing, th- the theory is, is that maybe season three hasn't completely ended because they originally planned on 14 shows. We only got 10. Or are they going to do another sort of April Fool's thing? On the twenty fifth, on December, on Christmas, and, tell and my have DVR some sort of Samurai Jack, and really, and have some sort of Christmas episode because in the also in the last episode of Rick and Morty, which also ties into what we were talking about before, he makes a Doctor Who reference to himself, and Doctor Who, notoriously known for having Christmas episodes, or BBC, yeah, has that's true. Special. Now refresh my memory because I don't remember that reference. Um. That's okay if you if you don't remember it off the top of your I head. I don't remember it off the top fine. of my head, but I he's. But that's cool. They made a Doctor they, Who reference. He does. He makes a. It, well, it's very that's hugely brief. influential in the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean they have they reference they in know. the beginning the plus all the interviews the, and stuff too that Dan Harmon does. Yeah, oh, and yeah. like and even in the the beginning animated credit scene or whatever oh, they've that got song the. Is very, it's like a mix of like X Files. Yeah, and, Doctor Who. and they've even got like the. Like, the fucking telephone booth or whatever that thing is. The police box. And that's it. I would I would love to see like the TARDIS on that. I know they couldn't call it the TARDIS and they couldn't probably show a doctor, but that'd be great. They could call it the TARTIS. Well they could just say that stupid fucking police booth. You know, he never actually you know, refer to it in like like when they had the um the legally acceptable version of for Freddy. 
Oh, right. uh, scary right. Terry. Scary Terry. Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so, and then there was also an interview with um, one of the showrunners and writers and a voices ryan ridley where he was wearing a it was filmed in october or september and he had a ugly christmas sweater on that was rick and morty-esque so yeah, there's yeah, all I these little subtle hints and clues i think we might get a, a little christmas present from you know, from the showrunners right i, I really hope, do you know i think that's that theory is that would be fantastic. I give it an eight out of ten of plausibility. I give it an eighty percent. I'd back that. I'd say there's a good seventy, eighty yeah. percent. Like, honestly, and I'm I'm super. I was very fortunate. I didn't get into the show until season three was like, people were already avidly waiting for it. I only had to wait like three months. Speaking of avidly waiting, Game of Thrones. Yes, wieners. I mean, Game of Thrones confirmed <laughs> date twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. You gotta oh, wait. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's been the rumor for a while now, and it's not shocking considering every episode's basically right. gonna be a fucking movie. Right. Um, but, and they have so, it seems like they have so much story to wrap up right. still. Well, there's all, well, recently, within the last week, there's been an alleged leak of the scripts. And they're really bad with that. Well, yeah, but, you know, I read through them. It, it's, it's, it it's plausible. The, does it explain how the uh, White Man. Walkers got that dragon out? No. Told no. you it's the Costco. No. They got the chains at the Costco. No. Yeah, but I'm talking. Wait, Nothing gets a, addressed. Yeah. They, you know, they had not come up with the scuba gear or learn how to swim. <laughs> they don't have some amazing like mason. Here, here's my thing. Or whatever. What is what's this dude who work on steel? What's Gendry? The blacksmith, blacksmith hammer. Blacksmith. That's it. My here's my here's my thing. My wife and I are completely different when it comes to this philosophy of spoilers. You know, if if she's like wanting to watch a series and like I'm in the middle of it, she wants and even if she wants to go back and watch it, she wants to know like how it ends. Yeah. You know, I know a she'll lot watch, of like she'll that. watch like the great British baking show and she'll like find out who won in the season and then watch the show. Then, What's the point of that? Well, I don't I don't know. Yeah. But like with with me, it's just like, you know, if a script is presented to me that like, hey, this is a leaked script, I'm not going to read it. That's like watching I a DVR. I love being surprised. I'm that guy that doesn't want to know what he got for Christmas right. you know, because I want to wait. The anticipation is yeah. the best it part. It varies for me. That's like Some watching a DVR sports game. Right. Like like when you already know the score and why I'm gonna go back and watch the game. You're not. No, it's very. You're I'm not. very fifty fifty on that. Sometimes like Star Wars, I don't want to know anything. And then there's other times where Marvel, like Marvel movies, I want to know everything. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> be, but the the thing is, like, yeah, I feel like I know they're own the same company, but I feel like Marvel doesn't give away that much as in yeah, comparison. They don't. Are you to, kidding me? Oh I my don't, god! The second they hit the TV trailers, Marvel gave well, away the okay, entire the TV, movie. the TV trailers. But I don't watch oh. a lot of TV. So. Mar- people, you know, people Marvel. can really piece stuff together from the trailer, the international trailers, yeah. oh, the yeah. posters. And I those mean, are the ones I really avoid. Well, the international yeah, especially ones. like. I mean, I've learned a lot just about The Last Jedi just based on, like, what the Japanese subtitles people looked into, like, and who, like, during one of Snoke's... Ah! I'm not going to say anything more than that. I mean, you know Snoke speaks in in the movie. We might might be down a co-host next week. (laughs) Where's RD? I I don't know. Where's Jimmy Hoffa? You guys, you you know where I... I, You you know who did it to me if I go missing. 
So we, it's on we, it's we on camera. Have, uh, it's broadcasted have, uh, on internet. Chess plans with the King of Siam next week. We're not and I've come. got a GPS hey, some, cock ring on. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, detecting good. my thrust. I, never, I yeah. never want to talk about that again. <laughs> Speaking of cock rings, uh, um, the first uh, photo for the new X Men film came out. What? Oh. Um, oh yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the one with Sophie Turner. Yeah, is that the well, one? She's, she's been in it the last couple. Of but times, the with but the yeah, flaming she, hair, it's dark phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, they're redoing the phoenix story. <sighs> um, it's a cool why picture. I said, speaking of cock rings, um, <laughs> I, they fucked it up once. They're gonna fuck it up again. Although I'll say this, um, I've I've read a lot of places that this set was not like any of the other X Men set. This actually ran smoothly. Brian Singer wasn't around. I hear it was actually like very different to be on right. this film than all the other films that might bode well maybe i mean so they got jennifer lawrence back somehow right. and apparently sophie turner's only signed out for three of them sophie turner's yeah. involvement in this is also part of the reason of some game of the of game thrones. of thrones push is, yeah. is is the rumor um i mean i just i love x-men Mm. I think every film Amen. except Days of Future Past has been garbage. I love Deadpool, but that's not really in the like. They even they're like, yeah, go ahead, use Colossus. We don't care, right? Like, yeah, the continuity of those movies is so fucking ass backwards. And I feel like Days of Future Past was there was supposed to be their way of being like, hey guys, we know we kind of fucked up a lot, and we're gonna fix it all. And then right afterwards, they gave us Apocalypse, and we're just like, come the fuck. That on. was so. Awful, so and I was so excited, like Oscar, Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. I mean, this is terrific. And then it's just, I, I, I knew it was going to be bad because everyone said it was bad. And we, my wife and I, got home, left the theater after we saw Logan, and I was like, I just want to see Apocalypse. Like, I don't even know why, yeah. but you know, Logan was so good. So we went to Walmart, we picked up the movie, I put it in, and then I, after it was done, I threw it out the window. Yeah, I it, just it's, it's it's so bad. It's so bad, and and I'm I was so bummed because Apocalypse is hands down one of my favorite X Men villains. Yes, um, agreed. And they totally screwed the pooch on him. The whole movie is a clusterfuck. Oh my god, it's horrible. And I don't I really the don't worst. like Sophie Turner yeah. as Jean Grey. I don't like Ty Sheridan as as um, Cyclops. I don't like any of the characters they've cast as anyone. I hate. How all of a sudden Mystique's this huge character because it just happens to be right. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. who mm-hmm. is the character. I I think having Magneto. Okay, I take that back. I think Fassbender's Magneto in these films has fit perfectly in all of them. I think they have overkilled his character. I I, I do I do like uh, their their pick for Charles Xavier. Oh, he's good. I mean, no one's going to ever match P- Patrick Stewart. Well, no, but really? I think I think it's a very very close, you know, uh, you know, follow up having. Uh, I'm blanking on his no, name. Another British guy, uh, James McAvoy. McAvoy, yeah. thank you, God, James McAvoy. I think he's a he's a fantastic actor. Whenever I yes. see him in a project, it's like, wow, I want to see this. I don't even know what it's about. He was but, he was he he's the Professor X. Yeah, yeah, yeah Charles right. Xavier. Yeah, he was in sp- that Split. 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 That, was, fuck, that was great. You know, did I, you guys like that movie? I, I did, did not, not get see, it, see it, but now I really want to because mm-hmm. now that they've announced that it's actually tied into Unbreakable. Yeah, which is the it is. only M Night Shyamalan movie I like, and I love that movie. I will absolutely go. Watch yeah, Split well, now. you you. You're doing a sequel. Well, right, but you know, split. It's interesting. Are you going to spoil something? Well, he already did. No, the, that was the they, twist. They already announced it. That's the twist. That, that movie's already finished shooting. Yeah. The well, sequel. no, the, no, I know. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to know how the twist. I don't want to know yeah, how it ties in. I don't know in. any of that. Shut <laughs> up. Stop talking. And that's been spoiled for me for one day. 
Well, on a different note, DC is doing a little bit of a film change-up. Oh, huge, uh, huge change-up. Um, yeah, so basically they've realized their <laughs> films kind of had shit the bed. I mean, ba- a movie with Batman and Superman couldn't break a billion dollars at the box office. Jesus that Christ. That movie probably could have been those two characters crapping for two hours and would have made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, John Berg, who is kind of like the lead of the Warner Brothers film division, has been stepped down, stepped down, mm-hmm. <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah, air um, quotes. Air quotes. And, um, and Jeff Johns isn't going to get fired. He's being relocated. He'll probably continue to be chief creative officer but have way less say in films and honestly I, I love jeff johns i think having comic book guys be the main creative force behind superhero movies is a horrible idea um i think having them involved and having input is a great idea but when you're trying to mm-hmm. make these films you're trying to adapt the characters into a way that fits in live action right you're trying to adapt stories that characters or people know and love that when translate have, to the exactly, screen exactly which when is you have, totally and different that's why marvel works kevin feige is a film guy first who loves comics whereas jeff johns while he did go to school for film and started in the film industry is mm. a comic book guy mm. and not only that but one of the most prolific creators in the industry over the last 20 years. So when you give someone who's used to creating stories, they don't want to adapt old shit. Right. They want to do something new. And last time Jeff Johns was involved in a film before Wonder Woman was Green Lantern. Ugh. Which he... Was rough. His run of Green Lantern is the Speaking greatest. of green dicks. <laughs> Ryan anything Reynolds. about green dicks? Well, it was <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. That was yeah, a Ryan Reynolds. I know. Uh, but, like, it's, you know, it's... um You look at Green Lantern, and he had apparently a lot of involvement in the story for that. And... Wow, that was bad. Mm-hmm. I walked into that movie with the lowest expectations a human being could have for That's a film. That's how I did. For I was completely Justice excited League. to see this piece of crap, but I was because I love Green Lantern. Like Iron Man is my favorite Marvel character, and it is a toss-up between Batman and Green Lantern, Green Lantern for my DC great. characters. Have you read mm-hmm. Jeff Johns' run? I've read a, a significant amount it is of it. Very long. Here's my thing: <laughs> because I walked in with such low expectations. I walked out of there like it wasn't as bad as I thought. See, that's not so, how it worked, though. That's not how it worked. I walked into Batman and Superman not expecting anything good at all. Well, that that's completely different. You Is know? it, though? Well, because, well, for me, because I was expecting that movie to be halfway decent. So oh, I think right, we're right. all kind of feeling the same. That's how I was with Justice League. I was like, I'm going to hate this movie. And I was like, I liked it the most out of the three of us. I, 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 yeah, I, you did. I, I walked in thinking I was going to hate it, wanting to love it, and then did hate it. I, I knew I was going to hate it, and then I didn't hate it. I, will I mean, say, I still thinking enjoy, if I went and watched it again, I'd probably dislike it more. more I think. More. I think you know? here's here's what needs to happen. You guys, you guys want me to solve the problem for DC? Yeah, yeah. let I'll, us write everything. I'll, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll I'll do it right now. Oh, I will I, do it I, right I can, now. I'll do you one better after you do that. Throw the camera on me right now. I will solve this issue. <laughs> when I, <laughs> that's right. Here's here's how you solve it. DC. Take off your hat, hold it in your hand, go hat in hand over to Marvel and say, look, I know we're competitors, but we need some advice. That'll never happen. We need some guidance. Mm -hmm. We'll give you 2%. (laughs) Just help us. Like, clearly Marvel has been it's, doing it's it funny right. you say that, because now with Marvel buying Fox, supposedly, they're going to own the Adam West Batman series. Oh, that's interesting. What? Disney will own the Adam West. That's the really distribution interesting. rights to the Adam West Batman series, yeah. Because it was a Fox? It was Fox. Holy Toledo. Which was like one of my right. favorite television series oh, ever. Could and they, but, it's great. But could DC they potentially also... write that character in? No. 
No, they own the distribution rights. Okay. It's like how like when um when Disney bought Star Wars, 20th Century Fox still owned the distribution rights to the first one. That's why um it took them a second to get out so, a new set of Adam West Batman was the first superhero television show. No. Because no. no. there was Superman first. Superman. Superman, Superman first. For a long time. Uh, okay, just, Any, just I, to be I clear. Think I think Spider-Man might have came before. No, no, Superman was black and white. They no, did no, a black I, and I white know, run. There's a few of them. There's but, that movie with Ben Affleck where he plays the guy who played Superman. Uh, Hollywoodland? Oh. About the murder of George Reeves? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think. So, on the note of Superman, we're going to have some more Superman-esque live Television, yeah, some live action crypt, television. Krypton. Krypton. Uh, you know what? The, the teaser looks pretty decent, but it's crea- it's created and written by David Goyer, and you guys know my opinion. You know, that, you know what we should do we should is we should we out. should check the teaser out. We should put it up so that everyone can form their own opinions about this. No, everyone has to agree with me. David well, Goyer no. sucks. So, Jake, roll that footage. Our generation was meant to inherit the stars. And now I'm the last. The only surviving member of the House of El. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't look bad. I mean, it is on sci-fi. It, here's, 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 DC, here's another way to fix your problems. Stop splitting up your television and your movie universe. Look at Marvel. Their TV universe is okay, but the right. fact that they tie everything together, there's no wait a minute. I thought this was Grant right. Gustin's well, was was ba- was Barry out. No, they tie everything together, but they have pretty much even the guy who plays Daredevil has pretty much said if they put him in the movie, they're probably going to recast him. Right, because the TV and film divisions don't get along. They're so loosely connected at this point. I I know. I can see but, a John but, Barenthal still making it as Punisher. I would though. love to see John Barenthal and Kingpin pop up in a Spider-Man movie. I'm I'm just saying that, that, that I could DC awesome. needs to stop that because clearly their their successful wing of their of some of their shows as Flash and Arrow, even Supergirl's not look too at bad. Their animated stuff and their animated stuff but i'm just saying why you you've put these characters you put so much development into them on a television basis put them into well, a that's movie funny you say that that's um, apparently the reason that the flash is having such issues with production and why we're getting a flashpoint film is because they wanted to basically retell the first two seasons of the show and all the directors were like we don't want to do that they kept dropping out um, they wanted, you know, Captain Zoom was going to be the villain. Captain Cold was going to be in it. They even were going to have the, the Wells character, which was created for the show in the movie. Um, I, I just think, honestly, do you want to know how you, DC really solves their problems? I just told them, Ian. No, no, I got this. This is how they really solve their problems. They pull their head out of their ass and mm. they look at what Marvel's done and they go, we'll do you one better. So instead of having two films out of a year being Iron Man, Thor, and then so and so and so and so leading to Avengers, you do... Justice League and Justice League Dark, and you lead to those. So every year, you, one year you get Superman, and you get Constantine. Next year you get Batman, you get Satana. You get Wonder Woman, you get Dead Man. And then instead of having just Justice League come out, you have Justice League and Justice League Dark come out in the that same year. That would be year. cool. And then after that, you one-up Marvel and do a crisis film. So on the But like on the Marvel note, okay. when you said you would love to see Kingpin and Punisher in a Spider-Man film, bringing up the Spider-Man film, Tom Hardy will be Venom, yep. correct? I'm so excited. So... With that, uh, our 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 dream pick of the next Wolverine being Tom Hardy, what do you think 
the possibility of that even happening if Tom Hardy's already going to be Venom in the Marvel Universe. I think it's still a possibility. Mm -hmm. I think it was never fully really a possibility because I think we're going to not see Wolverine for a while. Right. Um, that being said, if Marvel buys Fox, we're going to see Wolverine immediately. Right, right. And it will be Hugh Jackman. And, and speaking of Wolverine, yeah. Marvel has now decided to get into the podcasting realm, yep. and That's they true. are going to do a Wolverine, like, uh, serial podcast yep. with Richard Armitage. Yes, Thorne Oakenshield. Yes. Maybe maybe he'll sing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hugh Jackman could sing, so why didn't he sing as you know Logan? Yeah. But that, but I think that got cut out of Wolverine. Origin. But that's a, that's yeah. an interesting that's a very interesting concept that that uh, you know Marvel is pursuing. Like, hey, um, let's do podcasts. And here's why I'll tell you it's going to be successful. When I was going when I was going well hold on when I was going to film school. I had a long commute from Flint all the way down to the metro Detroit area, mm-hmm. and I would listen to uh, graphic audios, mm-hmm. and they were basically radio plays where they took comics and they cast all these different characters and stuff like oh, yeah. people, actors to voice them, and you would have this, and they would their slogan was "Graphic audio, a movie in your mind," and that's is, is exactly what it was. Oh, yeah, it's a, and a th- reboot on. It's a 21st century uh, radio play. Well, I mean, look at podcasting is so successful. And so mm-hmm. it's like it's another form of media that, that you know, people have this commute to work. And, you know, and that's what we're doing here at New Radio Media is right. we're trying to, you know, take that essential, you know, footnote of the things that radio mm-hmm. has dropped and and infuse the, yeah. the, the next century into and it. Hump some life back. The into age it. of the internet. Right. And I think Marvel is right on point with that. No, I agree. And I like honestly, on my commute in the morning, you know, I, I'm when I'm on my way home, I like to jam out, listen to music, unwind. But mm-hmm. on my mornings, I like to listen to some talk, something something right. To get get my you mind stimulated. Going, get my mind stimulated, whatever. hmm I mean a Wolverine podcast. With Richard Armitage starring, mm-hmm. I could start my day off like that anytime. Yeah, they um, it's uh, it's interesting that they're they're starting to do that kind of stuff, and I, I think it's really awesome. It means they're paying attention to what the fans want, which is something they really should start doing with their comics. You have to change. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt with the times, and I think that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and actually, I'm very optimistic for what's going on with the comics right now, with the change of pace, with the new editor in chief, and bringing all the all of their fucking characters back into the fold like there was no fantastic four in marvel for right. a long time and that's fucked up that's their their that's the cornerstone right. of the marvel the universe. bread and butter that no never they make no money for marvel i mean in the no but it's <laughs> but, like, but it's, it's it's when you look at the fabric of the marvel characters the, the just it's like the original fantastic. six for the nhl that's exactly sort of, yeah, that's what no, i mean yeah, that's kind of what there's I mean. a sports reference for you jake the yeah. justice league is literally a response Right. Or the Avenger or sorry, Fantastic Four is a response to the Justice League. Right. And um and that was Marvel's first team. That's that's the start of the Marvel universe. That's when they went from timely to Marvel. And and to not have them in like the seventy fifth anniversary promotional stuff and have them not in the universe really at all right now. They are, but they're not. It's 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 a little ass backwards. Um and to do it specifically because they thought they were going to give free marketing to Fox is even more ass backwards. I want to go a little ass backwards myself on 
what might save DC's film franchise a little bit is possibly the rumor of John Hamm being Batman, right? Batham. Batham. Wow. Batham. That uh, yeah, from Batfleck was one one little uh promotional genius idea. Right. Now we're getting Batham. Batham. I'll say this though, um could from, be from what I've heard or read, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes I do hear it. It's kind of cool when it happens. Um <laughs> but um um I read that basically what's going to happen supposedly is that Affleck will play Batman in Flashpoint, and then post Flashpoint in the Batman solo film, we'll get whoever the new Batman is. Mm. I think I think John Hamm would be a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think he. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. We, we I, I, as as much as I love the Nolan films and Christian Bale was great. I don't think any of the characters have really nailed Bruce Wayne yet. Right. Not like no. Kevin Conroy has with his voice and, and the animated series. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely true, and I think that you know I, I'm a big fan of John Hamm. Um, you know, uh, you know, I liked the in the, I, in the little bits I saw of Mad Men. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you seen great. him on SNL? Oh, he's great on SNL. Yeah. He was great on Un- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, the couple episodes he was in oh, uh, Parks and Parks and Rec. Yeah. Black Mirror. He's, yeah. His episode's great. Yeah. Oh my God. Baby yeah. Driver. His character was great in Baby Driver. Yeah, he's a great actor. So I think that we could there there could be some really good depth that we could get. We could we uh, could ham out on. Hams we could all day. ham out on ham. I want to touch on one thing before we get out of here. All right, man. Is it Tar- Bacon? No, it's oh. Tarantino doing a rated R Star Trek. Now, is he confirmed to direct he it He is. Con- well, here's the thing. Information came out that Tarantino was going to do the next Star Trek film. And everybody in the internet community was like, well, clearly this is a mistake. No, no. What happened was he and, mentioned the idea to J.J. Abrams. Well, right. But, yeah. the, but the information oh, okay. came out gotcha. and, 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 and everyone in the internet world was like, this is clearly a mistake. We're waiting for it to be retracted. Then more information was added to it. So it's like... Uh, okay, I guess yeah. we're getting it, and it's going to be an R-rated film. I guess that was his stipulation when he talked to JJ. Yeah, which you know what? Cool yeah. with that. You know, I'm let's so cool let's with that. see it. Yeah. Let's, Give me an R-rated Star Wars film. And let's see it. I like hearing that come from your mouth because I know you're not a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. I'm, no, right. I'm not saying give me a Tarantino Star Wars film. Star I'm Trek. Give, I know. I'm saying rated give R. me a rated R Star Wars film. If they're going to do rated R Star Trek, give me Star Wars. Right. No, I agree. Well, internet, World Wide web. Thank you for tuning in and joining us on this wonderful Friday at Geektainment Weekly here on New Radio Media. I'm R.D. Van Houten. I'm Ian. And I'm Andy Bishop. Thank you, guys. We love you. Peace. See ya.